Greetings, comrade scholars. I am Lucia Love, and I'm here with an announcement. We've got new courses starting up on Constructing the Real. If you're in a place that experiences winter, you know we're going to be all holed up in our bunkers just doing push-ups in the mental gym. You're welcome to join us. Um, coming up in our course offerings, we've got a presentation uh, formatted discussion on what makes an art world. So the way that this class uh, is going to function is everyone who wants to participate is going to choose a scene or, you know, an art world or a movement, whatnot, and discuss with the group why they feel it qualifies to have that definition. Um, and this, uh, this class is going to start on January 27th, which is a Thursday at 8 PM Eastern. It's going to be a weekly course. The first one, it's just going to be a meet and greet. So just come and meet everybody with, you know, have an idea. No big deal. Um, the second thing we have to offer is a monthly meeting beginning February 1st at 8 p.m. Um, and then continuing on the first Tuesday of every month. This is going to be a group for business tips for artists. We're going to be going over freelance taxes because, you, you know, get all your 1099s together. Um, we're going to be talking about applying for grants. You know, maybe you are a freelancer who has trouble collecting money from people. We're just going to be exchanging tips and tricks. Um, you know, we don't have the answer to anything. We're not going to get your money for you. We're just going to talk about our experiences and hopefully enrich each other by, you know, being honest. Um, and lastly, uh, we have a course coming up to learn Blender. So if you've ever just downloaded Blender and then you thought, damn, I am going to render the shit out of some 3D shit, and then it, it Blender just sat there, um, then you're just like me. And I really want to learn how to do this. I'm tired of not knowing, and I'm tired of looking at little icon just laughing at me. Um, yeah, so we're going to be going through... Um, online tutorials every two weeks and then discussing like what we found, how we got through them, you know, any snags we had, etc. Um, so that is a course every two weeks. It will be on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern starting February 27th. Lots of time to get ready for everything. Um, and I I'm so excited to be starting up again. We also have a bunch of other courses that are um, in development. So stay tuned because once we get all of the syllabus knocked out for this other stuff, um, you know, we're going to have 
uh, reading group on situationists, um, course on perception and art. Um, we're going to have maybe a course on imaginative realism and um, something uh, on cottage core. You know, so we're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of exciting stuff. If you've ever wanted to learn with a group for free, this is your place. All right. Um, yeah. Let's have fun. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to an absolutely divinely mystical episode of Art and Labor, where all of your <laughs> questions will be answered from the other side. From the, the other, other side. side, I thought I'd from the other side of life. That's what I stuck in my head. That's right, everyone. You have questions about life, death, the after times, the before times, the how many people are dying every day in your county? And yeah, we're, we're there's gonna no ask. way to ask the states, so we have to ask. A we have to ask the cards. We have to ask the cards. We, we did this ask source energy um, during the primary, and it was like <laughs> it was it was right though. It was right. We didn't even want it to be right, and we were like, shit. Joe Biden it's, got some really good cards. That's one of the up. best episodes when, when we drew the uh, the tower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. I wasn't there for that. It made me believe in astrology. <laughs> and now it's time to re-up on faith. In these trying moments where... Nothing is certain, and all seems to be like uh, lambs, lambs in the slaughter, or something. Is yeah. are we at that point? Are we like feeling like the cows with the VR headsets? Yeah, everything is a cow with a VR headset. I'm like, you know, trying to convert my constant nervous energy into uh, pushing my my jobs to make something better do something so i'm like like so i'm like do I've better been, i've just been not sleeping i've, I've been sleeping on the couch because joey has covid and uh taking weed tincture because you know weed tincture cures covid it protects it's an, you um it's a panacea it's a cure-all wouldn't it be fucking sick if all the right wingers started getting on that instead of like the other ones that they're obsessed with well, they're all taking like tea blockers now. I love that. Oh wait, did you solidarity? Is it, is it a yeah. viral lockdown? I think or, so. Yeah, that was the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I took that for a long time for acne too. Uh, nice, because yeah, it does help for because androgen. Gives you, I do like yeah. the idea of voluntary feminization. <laughs> Instead of so that we don't have to, to own it. the libs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, too many I can't Andrews. wait. I can't wait for the weed stuff to hit the mainstream cycle. Like, I don't care how fucking distorted it is and like whatever. Like, it's like it's just so like it. It just it needs to happen. Like, it, like that's why I'm like 
we might as well be like, yes, it's a perfect panacea. It, it's it saves everything. Like it changes. It's exactly yeah. like pathologic. The panacea is the random dirt shit around you. Eat it. <laughs> the only yeah, answer. no. But yeah, that's that's what the the right wingers are on that right now. They're on like they're on like their like bird brain uh, multi level marketing dupe shit where they're like. Yeah, Herbalife, it's great for me, and I love it. Um, uh, gorilla pills, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, I had to. Explain. Can't we just get them there for weed? Can't we just like, be like, <laughs> move it over a little? Yeah, once it's all legalized, the stigma is gone, and then they're gonna be like, these brain pills have THC. This. <laughs> This muscle milk's got THC. This COVID, <laughs> guess what? It gets you fucking high, man. You I've feel great. Been something like I'm gonna find the study. I'm gonna read the study. Has there ever been a like a drug or an intoxicant or whatever that, aside from alcohol, that like got approved? What are you talking about? It made illegal immediately. Like, um, like I don't well, know. They were a lot of them were legal. Heroin was legal. No, no, yeah, no. But I'm talking about what is legal. Is there is there the opposite? Has like something that was illegal currently now not illegal? Oh, we have like, any kind remember, of yeah. idea of what it would look like? Because I mean, we know what it would look like. It, you know. Well, okay. Like so we're already businesses. starting to see it. We are already starting to see it with weed, of course. Right. So it's like it's happening like kind of state by state or like in like New York's case, it's like you can get like a waiver and like you can jump all these hoops and like do all this like bullshit song and dance. Like similar to like, I mean, even, you know, I mean, you're familiar with with some of this experience of like, you know, you, you get the right psychologist and then yeah. they can prescribe you the, the thing or whatever. Um, it's that's that's how it works it's like they make these little like carve outs for individuals and like and they just like keep doing that instead of like having to ever do anything all at once yeah i it just it's we in america don't know what it's like to live in a world of decriminalization but there's all these kooky Europeans that are going to their clinics and getting, you know, maintenance doses of things. And yeah, they're right. showing up to doctors saying, oh, goodness me, I have a problem. And they're getting like help instead of incarcerated. And but like the like thing, you're still not going to have the help. They're not here. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, here we're we don't help. no help makes no. you weak. Well, and that's no. why they just showed like it's the first uptick in uh smoking cigarettes. Like in oh, people are obsessed with that today. That sorry. yeah, um, <laughs> and it's they're like oh, it's because because they banned vaping, but they didn't. The thing that's missing from like all of these, anytime there's like a fucking viral story like this, like it's similar to like the the viral stories about like anti-masker, anti-vaxxer stuff. Like I've said this on the pod, so like sorry, I'm I'm a I'm a constant repeater myself. Like I have to get it out there over and over again. I'm working on a thesis, um, but the like that people just want to die, like that's like. Well, what's happening? 
That's like a baseline, though. That's with everything. But it's never really talked about that way. Instead, it's talked about like this uh, random 25 year old thinks that like the 80s have come back and that she has to smoke cigarettes to be cool on Instagram. I think like, here's a <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Be- Sorry. Oh, no. But that's, what, I, that's literally what the article like. Yeah. Presents. It's not like it's not that people all want to die it's that people want to be perceived of as like not being a little bitch and then they're like well yeah like look i work hard i don't complain i'm a good person and like i just need these cigarettes now because they take the place of me actually feeling how horrible everything is getting yeah people also just do mm. things because it makes them feel good no matter what it's just like trans transference but like you like that drive like that that weird death drive thing it's like it's kind of like eye of the beholder whether it's no, like i think it's just that, that you or- can't care if something feels good but will kill you you just like obviously you're gonna go for the thing that feels good yeah, I think like theorists talk about the death drive in relation to capitalist society in a way that acts as a cover up for like actual psychological mechanisms that are are like more at play in individual individuals' decision making, where it's like you know every, you know everyone will be like no, but look at like look at the people they're all marching to war and like that's because they want to die for the dollar and it's like no dude they like a lot of them just did it because some girl at a bar called them weak or like gay or something or they had to get away from a really shitty dad yeah, or yeah, they, yeah, or needed, they were you, yeah, promised were, college yeah, or out of the room after no, I think graduation. That, and I think that the, the the psychology of it is real. I think it's just like and and it's it's a conditioning thing. It's you know, it's it's just like I'm you know, I I don't want to like I don't ever want to blame like the individual for f- failings. You know, like because I so I'm not trying to say like oh, it's these people's individual faults that they, like, want to die and, like, just don't want to die, lol, you know? Like, no, it's, like, like, what I'm trying to say is that something is, like, conditioning people that it's okay and that it should feel good to want to die. And, and, and because... And that's they, new metal. That's dude. I'm and that's on this it. is I'm, I'm working like, on it. So pilled on this. I'm working, For me, yes, I don't go. think that people want to die. I think the we live in a world where it's easier to die, but then we're like kind of conditioned to think that because we are reacting to a world where it's easier to die that we should actually internalize that and feel like we want to die instead of just feeling like, oh, actually things are just precarious and I don't want to die at all. I want to live and I want to live in a world that's safer and I want to have an easier time because that just, feels like inaccessible. We we finally did it. Yeah, we, we ourselves. We became peasants. Uh, who, I mean, that was your, I mean, like it wasn't at, like there were certain things that were much nicer than, you get taught in history of love, like living in medieval Europe, but uh, 
but a lot of it was like don't worry that you don't your food is slop like because you're gonna live with god when you're dead well that was like you know i don't know getting more into the whole religious side of things i don't think people really imagined like the heaven that we do now where it's like oh i get a car when i'm in heaven and i don't have one now but i'll get one then idea that like you the pain and suffering you experience on earth is worth it because getting into heaven is the best no but that's that's not the thing though the thing is like i think there was a version of the afterlife which was like yeah you're the there is an absence of pain but that's like you are um just like joining god and you know that like everything is you're like reunited with everything Mm -hmm. by dying not like oh i'm gonna be conscious and it's like living but then i'm living again but i'm wearing a toga they're like oh, I'm going to get all my rewards. It's going to be dope. I'm going to live like a king. They weren't like... They didn't see heaven as a reward? The reward is like the is that your soul is set free. And that's not like you living a second life. That's you being free from the bondage of having like a body that is constantly in pain. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking very specifically like doesn't even matter like what is death or what is heaven to a medieval peasant, but just the fact that like, I do think that the church framed immiseration as like, well, it's okay. Cause you're going to die. And like, but you're going to, you're going to evaporate and your soul is going to be part of the universe with God. And like, yeah, there, no, I mean, was, sure. Like, the, church, the church, like the yeah. church was messaging, yeah. like pay us money. Their own thing. But I'm not, I'm not just saying that Christianity is, like only found within the church or something there's also like an entire spectrum of like you know spirituality that exists in a community that doesn't have to do with a church and that you know that's partly why the church is so violent Mm -hmm. towards other beliefs but i think it's that's similar like the it's specifically like the catholic church is creating a messaging and trying to kind of create like I mean, it's also kind of, I mean, whatever, maybe we shouldn't, but. um, Yeah, I mean, I think, I also think the Unitarians should take over. um, (laughs) But no, my take on the century of the self was that like you construct a, um, you construct a new psyche for someone specifically so that they do one thing or the other. Um, And so you, you kind of like, frame Freudian consciousness and the unconscious so that like people put themselves into those alleyways instead of um, like I I just watched a playthrough of Soma and it's all about the like uh, if your brain is in a jar but your eyeballs are over there who are you where are you kind of thing and it's like this is a this is a, an obsession with the theory of mind that I have seen a lot where it's like very important to protect the idea of an identity. And that's the kind of like baked in thing. Um, I hate theory of mind shit. I do. It's very and- annoying. It's very funny though too. It's, it's uh, people 
people really attach themselves to like you're one person when you're born and that's the same person you are when you die and any but that's getting like way far off but it is like it's uh okay never mind i just like <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> It's well, fine. to take it back, yeah, um, <laughs> we're all dealing with I don't know. fucking mess of shit right now. Uh, Our lives are fucking in shambles. We're all have like I'm, insane shit going on right now. Everything <laughs> is a process. Just for the listeners to know, yeah. like <laughs> um, all three of us have massive issues. I, I wanna, I wanna bring this back though. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Let's let's go here. Uh, new metal. Yeah, please, God. Is the language I can understand? Yeah, so we're not we're not here to we're not a medieval podcast. We're not <laughs> we're not a philosophy pod. No, we're, I'm well, interpreting I mean, the Stoics for sure. The history of the past fifteen years is what all my brain can deal with. Like literally. All right, so let's go here. There was a considerable uptick of songs about suicide that played constantly during our adolescence like if you look at any other decade not so much like just complete normalization of killing yourself but in this time of us growing up every fucking band had to have a song about how everybody wants to die and how life isn't worth it and how sad it is that everybody wants to die and how fucking miserable everything is. And it was all like, oh, this is actually really like special and important because it's the voice of like this um, like new suburban class that's like alienated from their people or some shit and it's like oh okay this is all completely a construction of like a few managers like sitting around going oh yeah okay what are we playing on the airwaves and like how are we gonna construct a youth culture that just ruins people and now we're adults and we're all yeah. like and not just the radio huh. also mtv like like jackass like you know the the type of comedians that were on when we were kids like you know that all of the, all of these things um played into that and like whether it was like um like a couple of like managers and uh record labels pushing this or like this um or like really what it was, was capitalizing on what I think is a lot of the time, like is genuine is like, um, responses to feeling mistreated and, and, and misanthropic and for whatever reason, like, yeah, well, um, it's there. Like it's, it's, and it's we're going to boost feeling. it. Yeah. And we're going to capitalize on it and bring that, abject like you know misery um and turn it into this thing where people can dance and people can laugh and people can like partake in it um well and- I- ideally it would be dancing and laughing but then it yeah. culminates in woodstock where people just 
take a bunch of shit apart and and do crazy rapes. Right. But it's also like I don't think new metal is unique in that type of like horrible concert culture. Um, no, the original Woodstock was just as was, bad. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. The original Woodstock, as I was going to say, was it's just It's just that bad. when people get oh. together, they end up destroying things and each other. Like, we love it. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when there's music. I'm sorry, it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> to destroy things. Um, and they're capitalizing on, like, the, the feeling of, like, doing something together moving <laughs> in motion oh my god i'm dead serious i'm sorry gang rape though no <laughs> no no fuck the gang rape like god that's like awful it's awful no matter I, i'm what. not saying that it's good but we're good i'm saying like concerts say. the feeling of being at a concert in general like the feeling of being around a bunch of people. Oh, okay we're opening it up just to being like un- like we're not talking about what new metal is attached to i think i think that there is a culture of a severe sexual assault in like every scene in every single art scene like and every single like like scene that that has like empowered men way too much and uh which is like everything and and just pervasive like that's the the term rape culture is real and pervasive of all culture and i don't think like i think the woodstock 99 documentary has a lot of like very pointed uh political positions in it um given the kind of like weird like moby style liberals that like produced it and like oh yeah i didn't see it i just (laughs) i don't i don't know what their opinion is i just know that it's like there's something that's just very dark to me about creating an entire youth culture around self-destruction and then like pairing it sort of it's like the politics that were inserted into the songs like i've just been going through system of a down a lot and just like really thinking about their oeuvre and then like thinking like okay so they they had you know it's like chop suey hit over a billion views like one of those gems where it weirdly resonates and continues to resonate and it's just about like how sad it is that nobody gives a shit if you kill yourself and they hate you if you do it or they like you know it's like fuck and then they they have these other songs that it's like about um you know how drug sales are used to fund wars and used to oppress people and they're just another prison and then it's just like the there's never any moment where they're like hey you know what we should do though like let's let's fuse like rage against the machine ethics in here instead it was like let's keep it very depressive and let's keep it very hopeless and just remind you of true things that are fucked <laughs> and then also remind you that you want to die and that nobody will have sympathy for you for having that feeling. And yeah. then just like, just give you that emotional reality prepackaged. Right. But they're not even like, th- like, it's like, it's like the 
producers, sure, maybe they're like these like um, super malicious masterminds that I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's was the case. But it's also a failure of the artists. It's a failure of the artists who wrote the song, performed the song, and sing the song to like not have a like co coherent thing to fucking say and like but i don't think it's a it's like the people who have a thing to say always get booted and then they have to figure out a way around this landscape so it's like that became politics that was like the way to be political because it didn't it got out at least as much of the message as you you could get out without them pulling the plug on you you know yeah i think like you know, there's ex- there's examples of of tre- treading the line from the kinks to um, public enemy to like you know there there's ways I don't know to well it's like yeah, I don't I, know what do you I, think I, about I like how rage against the machine kept getting canceled after like like it's like they did the SNL show and they got one song out before they were their yeah. rest of the set was canceled after yeah they were like oh no okay now you gotta get the fuck out and then they like could never play again and then they would you there's know, a lot of instances of that yeah. SNL, people performing on snl and then you know it it never seeing the light of day after like the one performance or whatever it is like oh totally yeah they're not totally. they're not your friends there but i mean that would happen to rage like all over the place their shows would get canceled or like cops would just it would be like a cop magnet and you know like yeah i mean i think there's a reason why um that there's like these uh kind of like industry plants of like the kind of new new metal like resurgence that we're seeing the kind of like that is very influenced by like you know the like boredoms or like um these more like experimentally weird weirdo stuff um like there's something going on where um that's like being inundated with more of the like same old money record uh record industry holders and like um not going to be allowed to uh really take off uh fully i feel um like i i think it's just like you yeah i think you're right that there's only like so much that that art artists can push and if they get too much um notoriety then like yeah the um uh if you write if you write a certain type of tweet homeland security comes to your house type of thing you know yeah <laughs> yeah but it's like it's it's this very weird thing cuz it's like okay so there's there's all this like kind of like okay we got the awareness thing down we learned like you gotta say like how many people are in prison at any one given time you gotta say like how much homelessness there is you gotta say like what is happening to people along like like class and gender and racial lines yeah but then there's no like oh we should go back to having like a pete seeger kind of person who's like i love the union (laughs) like let's go (laughs) yeah and that's kind of like the you uh you mav the united musicians uh and allied workers 
group, I feel like a lot of like the folks involved in that, like kind of tread that line a little bit um, of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think like the, some of those, like, I don't know. I fucking love a downtown boys concert. I think it fucking rocks. And it's oh, like yeah. also very like, uh, good, powerful, like straight, like, you know, straight shooting, not straight. They're a very queer band, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, like messaging like that is also like good punk music and fun to dance to and fun to be in a crowd about i don't know like yeah it's like hip though it's not like you know it's it's not like oh everyone in the world knows who that is yeah totally no there's always going to be like i mean we were talking about this with like nft guys right like the um amount of like um or like like i think when when liz and david were on we were talking about um how like the worst people are rewarded the worst artists get the most shit every single time without fail like and of course like so of course like the nft guys are going to get on the front page of the times of course like that's just gonna keep happening it's like my whole thing and the way i my i live my my whole fucking life is like i just need stability i need some like like baseline i need a place to live that is stable and then i feel like i can like like you know live in a, a comfortable enough way that i can like do enact the type of like politics i want to enact without fear of um getting murked for it <laughs> or um, yeah. like getting um yeah, I, like, you know, to me, it's more important to, it's always been more important to me to have some sort of stability so that I can say what I want to say and not bottle it up because um, it it's hard to bottle insane. it up. Yeah. It really drives me insane. I cannot yeah. do it. Um, I cannot do it. And like, I know there's some version of me out there that is conditioned to do that and feels like they have to do that. Um and um i would like to build a world where they don't where there's like where that can like pierce that that conditioning whether it's like the new metal person who's conditioned to be like this sucks this sucks and i'm like just reliving my childhood of this sucks this sucks this sucks over and over again i sympathize with that person a lot which is why i'm like you know, very on the line. Am I sincere or is it ironic? Oh I'll never gosh. tell. No, I am. I'm completely <laughs> listening to new metal again. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm actually just doing it and loving it I, and feeling it. I love, but it also too. going, Hmm, <laughs> wait a minute. What, I totally like, understand. I just have this like really clear vision of being at a middle school dance and then just like and then you know over the speakers it's like ah, ah." and then like these little tweens being like yeah i feel the pain (laughs) and then like looking back at that memory i'm like what what the fuck wait what 
I well. I, when I rewatch, I when I rewatch, often get obsessed with stuff they don't understand. Because it was the same thing. Like I have a very vivid memory of my, which I'm saying you're probably right, uh, Lucia. But I have a very vivid memory of uh, my then. She's like nine, nine-year-old sister, and so I was nineteen. And she was asking me what the line in Poker Face, uh, bluffing with my muffin, meant. I was like, you bitch, you are not asking me. You know what that is, and you're looking for confirmation, you little shit. And because like, <laughs> you wouldn't have noticed that line, <laughs> you know, like if you were truly innocent. I- I think the like right yeah. the, the like Brian unless they just really like muffins. That was no, that was the thing. It's the same thing. They they always my stepmom always gets mad at me because when they ask me if Santa Claus was real, they were like that same age, and I was like at that point, if you're asking, you know, and yeah, they have their suspicions though. That's the thing. It's like. When you're at this age where you're like, I don't know, like someone could tell me that it's real. I would keep believing it until somebody said it wasn't because I'm like, <laughs> okay, there's a tree. That's weird. There's cookies. That's weird. There's someone maybe putting a thing yeah. under the tree. <laughs> Who is it? Ritual. Do I spy on them? Like, how far are the parents going into this? Well, like, that was the, there was, uh, yeah. The but I was going to say smart. like. Brian's take on the on the new metal stuff and emotion, um, I I think I share, which is that like it's all like kind of relative to their experience. So it's like to them, the most pain I've ever had was mm-hmm. like when a girl said she didn't like me or whole you know, with someone else. Yeah, and or like whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then thing is. and then sing. I did it all for the nookie. Yeah. Or it's like you're trying, you're like building your empathy muscle also at that age. Mm-hmm. So it's like if if it's something I know for me, a lot of things really really hit me like when I was very young and it, like the the LimeWire download of the kids aren't all right but the offspring, <laughs> um, of you know the uh, Android Saga, wow. Trunks and Gohan, um hit me in in so many different ways um of course but like the the song that song by the offspring the kids aren't all right i i remember that being a huge emotional awakening for me as like i recognized the children they were singing about because they were children i went to school with and kids who were my neighbors and you know i was like, wow, other people also think this is fucked up. Cool. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I get like, I guess it's just, yeah, it's just weird to me that maybe there's like an acceptance factor or there's like a. Well, it might there was, be reacting to something in the audience first. It's It might be. A chicken and egg thing. Well, no, totally. I mean, yeah. all, of course, all yeah. of the people who are making these songs are like, yeah, I'm doing it from my life's experience. Like, n- nobody is completely manufacturing, right. like, in a void, yeah. this idea that, like... But again, like, yeah, the, the, the yeah, who malicious, the the malicious yeah. managers, like, who knows what shit they're on, of course. But. It's just that that was the last 
like dying breath of the monoculture and it mm. was about suicide and i don't know it just feels it's loaded dead. to me that like there were always problems like there was always girls getting pregnant in high school and like you know people doing crimes and oh their parents are terrible and maybe they're also dead or something like it's but maybe the illusion was broken that we were doing something about it at that point especially post 9-11 yeah i would say Um, a lot about redirecting anger um i don't think it was ever no one ever thought because it was like in the 70s everyone jokes around about how funny it was that nobody gave a shit and nobody did anything and it was like kids just ran around in a pack of wild mania all around a neighborhood and then they started getting like kidnapped and stuff and then there was stranger danger but similar to like the santa claus myth there was at least like a pervasing pervasive like myth that something somewhere good was happening even if it wasn't on my block or something like it it's the norad tracker i don't know because i didn't live i didn't live through that time uh, but what i did live through was 9-11 and like (laughs) the 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 fucking way that was handled it, it didn't do exactly what the CIA wanted it to do. It didn't, oh it, they tried, they tried to build yeah. a, 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 a national, a new nationalism that would bridge everybody together. That would bridge this like coastal elite. Yeah. They're always like, this America. is going to be the Pearl Harbor. <laughs> like, this is going to be the new one. That's what they wrote about. They wrote about yeah, needing an event like that. We need a new Pearl Harbor, everybody. Um, we need a new thing to bring to 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 rebring that mystification. But with the acceleration of information, um, it didn't really stick. And oh, the okay. so something happened where people were like, um, all this uh jingoism bullshit is bullshit, and look, they're killing people in Iraq. And like that did do I know it didn't do enough, and it's uh Ultimately, the anti-war movement was a failure, um, but it did, I think, enough to like in people's brains to not to yeah to feel this way to feel like what are we doing and what yeah what that's true it, for? yeah it was like it was like the it's like the Janine Garofalo front where she truly was struggling at some point to be on the right side of history like yeah. this war is a sham and then everyone's like you're crazy you're just a kooky freako yeah listen she to came you in, she came into the vintage store I used to work at and bought my old Maria Bamford shirt <gasps> oh fuck you didn't save a Maria Bamford shirt for me fuck. okay it was a kind of problematic Maria Bamford shirt so. wow but that's amazing <laughs> your <laughs> your cells that are all like intertwined with the fibers of that shirt are just like rubbing up on Janine Garofalo uh, I and, rubbed like, up on her and got her, a though. picture that's with her nice. when she came in <laughs> Oh my god! But I loved. I well, I loved being able to tell her like, you being a voice of anti-war was super important for weird yeah. children, like who were watching Comedy Central all day or whatever. You know, like it was like important. For yeah, it was. It's like, true. 
I think like there's something weird about how all this stuff was also independently like starting in the late 90s and then we had 9-11 as like a crescendo point where it was all the like gathering of these negative feelings and then sort of like I don't know I've been looking at a crowd that would go to a new metal show as being like the apex of atomization because everyone in the audience is looking at their own understanding of their own past or their own present or their own like this is how I feel about the neighbor that is having problems or this is how I feel about myself or this is how I feel about my shitty job or like I am so sorry for myself and sad that people don't see me the way they should. And then everyone is like sort of expressing that in mass. And then it's not like, I don't know. Then it, I mean, it's funny and it's theatrical and I also connect to it, but I don't connect to it as like, Oh, I should like do service or something. I connect to it as like right. a catharsis of my own, like I'm purging or something. I no, I totally agree with you. And I think, yeah, I think I it, do, it do much the same. I don't, but I, my point is like, what if it could, I think, what if it could turn into a generative scene that what if there was a way to transform it from this like kind of feckless kind of taken advantage of by record labels kind of um well i don't know the, the well word, it did what but, it could yeah it did it had the janine garofalo effect which was oh there's these things that are fucked up and i'm gonna say it and then like we achieved that and it was and said. so yeah what if the next iteration of that my my like belief and investment in like the, the contemporary music scene that I care about, which is literally just my friends that I've grown up with for the past 10 years, you know, like is that like, it's, it, it could lead to something that is like more like generative and like thinking about, things like a different way and maybe radicalizing people in a way that like is away from suicide and away from um incel culture 4chan culture like well yeah we don't have that moment any like we we're yeah. already past it like there's we don't need to be saved from anything because music <laughs> has moved on no like, but it's it not even a saving it's not even moment. a saving yeah it's it's not it's it's not a, like it's too it's late to apologize like, yeah, it's it's more I don't know, it's to me it's more like <laughs> I would rather be like in this scene that like is attempting to like to have a, a culture that is more like positive and generative towards like the movement for socialism or the movement for um anti-capitalism or, or whatever. Like so it's like when when like Matt and Sean have a song that's like about like that's about like um, men being radicalized to become school shooters and like uh, how fucked like that is, but like having like having empathy to that and acknowledging that, but without like making it like um, 
acceptable. Like, not, they're not doing like yeah. a Sam Hyde shit, you know? They're not doing like a fucking <sighs> like nihilist fucking take on it that is like, oh, yeah, w- let's just like be really, really threatening as a bit and as a joke, you know, it's uh, or as a, as a character that I'm doing, you know, it's it's more like this like, no, I'm going to get in touch with like my feminine side i i'm like i was assigned male at birth but i'm going to like embrace that side of it and still like maintain this like intense like um genre that like we all grew up with doing this certain type of emotion i think that that's a very interesting combination that they're putting out and i think it's grown into this thing where there are all of these like queer new metal revival shit happening with dorian electro or like uh, hundred gex or the, like I don't know these sure things. Yeah, it's like I I feel like the issue that people are contending with now more is like that every emotion is extremely hyper and it's not hyper like is the word right. Yeah, everything is like some is hyper. Everything's like all fucking ADD and and like, I don't think I agree with the term hyper pop or using hyper. I no, but it is what is like prevailing at the moment in the discourse. Oh, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. I think the framing framing of it as hyper is like a way to like kind of dismiss like. Um, the kind of references and kind of like traditions that they're actually pulling from. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the, I think that that's like the most, like if you ask anyone who listens to music, it's always like the most upsetting thing is whatever the genre gets called. And it's like, it's not that dude. I know it. Like it is actually this. And everyone has their like, that's me. That's me. I'm like, it's, I keep, cause I, cause I just obsessively call it new, new metal. I'm like, it's new, new metal. I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's new metal or it's new, new metal or queer new metal. That's like to me what it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm, 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 yeah, but I'm, I'm just always going to buck the. <laughs> you just like to stir pot. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, no, whoever's pot. naming this shit just is doing it wrong. Right, and so if I were to become a historian of new metal, that would be my case, and I would build that case out. But um, it's <laughs> the same thing as you needing a constant identity from birth to death, where uh, that's a legal construction, <laughs> not actually about like that's why. Well, it, it's like, oh, you could never be, you could never change your gender. What the fuck? What are you talking well, about? it uh, <laughs> that that it's really important to correctly label. I mean, I'm not a music person. I don't know anything you guys are talking about <laughs> at all. <laughs> but the sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm interested in it. I just like have nothing to contribute other than like it's um I appreciate talking about it instead of all of my real problems. <laughs> I think is I, I figured oh, yeah. it, there was a deep well here that we could uh pod from so i was like let's steer this into a discussion that tangentially relates to how 
absolutely terrifying life is right now. Yeah. It's like, how about all this art that talks about yeah. killing yourself, huh? Yeah, what, do you, what do we think about that? Growing I mean, I do up think that, we're huh? in that right now again. <laughs> You're um, in what? We're in what again? What I what I do know about like contemporary music is that's that's kind of in the upswing again. Definitely. So yeah, nuts. I just no. dipped out of the youth culture. You know, I was like. <laughs> But honestly, though, being in my 30s now, I'm experiencing this thing that others have described, which is freedom from, yes, like mm -hmm. needing to participate in anything. Oh, I'm yeah, like, that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's at least there's like some things that have gotten easier, like the social pressures to be up on trends. Gone. No, just be the old person at the back of the show. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I exactly. mean, like, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna just it. hype. I'm just gonna do what I've always done and hype up my friends. And like, some of them have been picked up. Some of them have been picked up and are on this upward trajectory. And it's very strange, but they're still, you know, they haven't forgotten about little old me. So I'm not gonna forget about big old them. You know, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know, and same with you getting all these fucking galleries. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's it's all happening. Can't believe it. Watch me make a fool of myself on platform. <laughs> no, you were great the, on that oh, in your thanks. art and labor shirt. Oh my god, it was so it was so embarrassing because of the way they cut things. Like I was oh like, my. oh yeah, this is. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm wearing my podcast shirt. Uh, we do this show. It's called Art and Labor, and. You know, we talk about these different things. Cut we it, interview. Cut it. Yeah. They're like, let's just do a tit shot, actually. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. I love I loved that a lot. And then I wrote to them and I was like, hey, maybe there's too much stuff in the video. Maybe like the maybe the shirt is just like not the right vibe. And they were like, We love the shirt. And then I posted it. Oh okay. like, well. Oh. Thanks. Anyway, if you got if you, anybody listening wants to see that, honestly, that could have okay to to play good cop for the editors. Maybe they were trying to like include it. Maybe they were told to cut the stuff you, when you saying the word labor, yeah. but they still wanted to include yeah it. Maybe they're being nice. I I'm sure they wanted to just do a little shout out and <laughs> respect. Um. <laughs> Um, maybe I sympathize yeah. with men too much now that I am a man. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I still, I realized, you know what? God damn, there is a whole lot of misogyny out there in the world and yeah. I simply cannot it, ignore it. It probably is just that. And it probably is just that for sure. It's like, <laughs> I was like, Hey, what about if we don't have this shot of, and they just ignore my tits Yeah, and then like and I but I think you know I was also being subtle and not um you know masculine enough or something oh yeah you, if um, you don't say things the way a boy understands them then they can't possibly get it yeah they have plausible deniability and they'll just take it yeah yeah oh what I don't know oh, <laughs> oh I didn't even know that was I, you, you have tits excuse me <laughs> yeah what sorry I thought I was like helping you I'm skinny uh, like, thought it was helping uh, you. Anyway. <laughs> I'm too I'm um, being too sympathetic. It's yeah, you know, I don't 
I don't know. It, everyone is always like, oh my God, how do men feel though? Like, let's really worry about men's feelings and stuff. And well, I'm not like, everybody, not everybody, but me. Lately. Oh my gosh. Are you sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, everyone is like, what about the new masculinity though? Like, how are no, we no, going to have. Right. And no, it's I- like, <laughs> oh, oh, and it's always a bunch of people who are like, who are like bleeding heart crying for like men needing to express their emotions and stuff. And it's like, okay, what if we didn't make, I don't know. Uh, no, we don't have This to. is crazy. No, it sucks. It well, sucks we don't talk, talk about, about the, like, everybody wants a goth girlfriend, but were you there for her when she was trying to cut herself with like a, the eraser on a pencil <laughs> like it's true the goth is the goth girlfriend metal too it's true it shouldn't be so gendered the 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 yeah. analysis of people's like emotions and like it shouldn't have to be this gendered um all the, yeah. all, the, all the time you know <laughs> like what if we had a conversation that was about mental health for people who are alive and interested <laughs> It's so Those, that's that's what you'd need to qualify for like having a healthier mental outlook or an emotional that spectrum. Sounds like a lot of work. Um I like I think my sympathy it could work. How do oh, we make sorry. money off of it? Right, exactly. How do we make money off of it? We've like, gotta gender this shit and then turn people against each other because men aren't feeling right and we all are talking about this now like my my approach to like men's uh men's studies which is something i've done for quite a long time (laughs) with like my artwork and um then becoming one uh (laughs) is like the like it is like this this empathy thing but like i also try to have the perspective of like um they're probably not men i don't think a lot of them are men uh doesn't matter and uh <laughs> I, so of, it's, it, of course it doesn't matter like ultimately it doesn't matter but it's like yeah. i'm not trying to like give special attention yeah um to this particular type of person because i because I actually know it women, and we shouldn't pay attention to women <laughs> well i know it ha- i know it happens in quote-unquote women too you know right. i know that i was born assigned female at birth and that I felt a lot of these things too. And now I'm a man. What does that mean? Uh, so it's like coming from it as like, a, well, maybe they're women too. <laughs> I mean, the sooner that we get to just like, oh, hmm, it's hard to be alive. <laughs> you should really, you know, you, you shouldn't be oppressed for feeling like you want to present a sort of way we should really think about how hard it is to be alive and you have specific things you need and that's like something to definitely build a like uh i don't know way to just distribute things around that like oh, okay i need certain things all right great let's figure that out not like oh, actually, like, first we're going to go through this whole, like, psychoanalytic renaissance where we decide that there is a subconscious and then we're going to gender the subconscious and then we're going to take that and we're going to use, like, decades and fucking, oh, like, a century now of oppression of, like, all right, well, now we're going to hand, like, these Freudian concepts over to this mass... um, 
like uh like campaign yeah marketing campaign for whatever the fuck to make you feel like whatever we told you you are is bad yeah i i I mean i totally agree with you which is why my analysis is anti-freudian it's that everybody needs queer liberation and is actually in search of that in different ways whether it doesn't necessarily mean that every everybody is like quote unquote trans and needs to transition it it could just mean that they like are like that they feel that they can express outwardly the way they want to inwardly and like that they're not like constantly suppressing that for the sake of other things whether it's to keep their job or to um keep their family um in their life or like um yeah totally they've been conditioned through uh religion that you have this certain role in your family that you have to that it's your duty to be forever (laughs) like you know uh and 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 yeah so any of like my sympathy is coming from that direction but i see what you mean when like people are doing it in the other way because like that's how i see a lot of the like um online left too um in their like analysis of like trump supporters for example um right like yeah it's like there's just so much pathologizing in every direction and everyone gets this like little shorthand for what you're being in that moment and then people like try to have a conversation and it's and it's so peppered with this like self-censored like traumatized sort of like apologia for just like existing because like oh shit if i say something like am i gonna be a problem and in like yeah you know and then everybody who's helped to develop these um i don't know strictures for that are like so specifically designed to keep everyone fucked they're all like, oh, but I'm like, I'm the voice of the generation, man. Like, I'm just trying to get us all together and like make us do better. And like, you know, I'm here to help. And that's why I'm tweeting all the time. Just getting the word out there. <laughs> don't be a bad man, but don't be a Karen either. Yeah. Actually, just don't express yourself. You're um, getting canceled. <laughs> when, but when I do it, it's good. And that's what people need to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please subscribe to our <laughs> podcast when we do it. It's good. I mean, it's funny, Lucia, because I did like, I like kind of had a breakdown about guilt and like everyone feeling guilty. Yeah. You know, like telling people like, oh, yeah. Joey got it like he randomly got it from the store he never goes out he doesn't like I go to all these fucking parties I go did you really feel guilty when you caught COVID I didn't catch COVID I still I mean do people I feel like I've heard that I I think how could anyone feel guilty for catching COVID (laughs) yeah I, I I get the like like or like when I was like telling my mom about it, she was like, "Oh well, yeah, you know, nothing to feel guilty about there." And I'm like, "I don't feel guilty." Like, okay, right. I'm Just- like, I, I was telling, I was telling her like, I don't feel guilty for any of this, and we shouldn't. Um, and- yeah, it's literally an airborne disease, and it's fucking everywhere. And other, yeah, people- you don't feel guilty for 
catching it, you feel guilty, like thinking about the moments you could have given it, it to someone giving else. Giving it to people. Exactly. That's what, that's what keeps happening. But to all, you, like no. everybody who comes into my job, everybody who comes into my job, like everybody who works with me at my, my jobs, like we talk yeah. about this stuff and it is like just a lot of like, what can we do? What can we do? And like, and it does like animate things in a certain way, but like, so like to me, like, but like I wrote about this on Twitter, like, cause I've spent my whole life feeling guilty. I felt my whole life feeling guilty for like trying to assert who I was and trying to ask for, I needed to present in a certain way and being told I could not. And like, and that it was a problem if I was going to, you know, uh, over and over and over again. And so like, I'm desperate to transfer all of that guilt onto the ruling class and the people in power who are trying to destroy us. Like that's like, I think a lot of my MO in what I do is like, how like, do we get people to realize that these people it's intentional neglect that is happening to us by the ruling class and the the politicians the 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 media that protect the politicians like they are the ones at fault um and it's not like our fault like reg it's not regular people's fault we're all like navigating constant mystification and people are confused and so i of course i have like that general empathy for for everybody um of course i'm going to have more empathy <laughs> For, for people who are more aligned with me, but I even do, yes, have empathy for certain reactionary elements that have been tricked into not getting the vaccine. I have some empathy for them. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, you got it. Or else that's when, that's when trouble really starts. When, <laughs> when you think it's okay. So of course I feel bad when the unvaccinated die. And like, but I'll talk to like a, a parent, not, not necessarily my mom, because I have all these parents, so this could be any of them, um, will be like, well, I just think they should die. Yeah. <laughs> like like the, a lot of like older people are just like sick. I'm sick of that. The red team. I just want them to die. Right, and like, yeah. you know. I'm sick that of was the, that was literally like the intended point of this whole culture war to begin with was like, what if we just raged this like massive campaign to enable othering on this scale that is like half of the country or like let's just turn the coasts against the center yeah let's just like yeah. look these horrible people you don't even come into contact with are basically breeding new viruses every day and look at those freaks in florida who aren't wearing their masks they're they're well and it happens in those places too with liberals in the like i've had to talk to i'll say my mom that parent which parent <laughs> mom the <laughs> about like you know she would kind of talk about like new york as if it was some kind of miracle zone where like omicron had not like because we have mask mandates, then like everything was good. And if people were just good, like in New York and they had mask mandates, then all of this would be fine. And I had to really sit her down and be like, I walked around Austin for like two weeks. It's almost exactly the same. Like, uh, yeah. so, so it's not even just 
you know, red state versus blue state, it's, it's even within its city versus rural. And yeah, it's just total polarization. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and it's like, I don't know. I, I've been thinking a lot about guilt also because of being on a different trajectory in relationship to guilt, which was like, I don't know. I've been thinking more about like how to talk about um, being like a, a victim of the opiate crisis <laughs> uh, and like how my family, like half of my family is like dead and how there's like so much sort of chances to feel like shame and guilt for like things that happen in that lifestyle and that like to me every day like I still remember it even though I you know it was like I was a teenage junkie I haven't done that shit since you know since I was fucking old enough to drink and I didn't even drink for years because I was so like repentant because it was like my mm. friends died you know like and i felt so guilty like i i did nothing and they're dead and like my family members are dead and like there's no way to come back from being dead and i just like spent years just kind of like you know it was like i got weird and wouldn't even drink coffee because it was like oh this is addictive and then i was like trying to you know it's like yeah oh but if i just be one of those people who doesn't even smoke cigarettes for a while and then Finally, I was like, okay, this, I'm, I am suffocating myself with guilt and repentance and trying to be better and good and whatever. And like, what if, and then I just kind of swung the other way. And now I'm like, guilt is too, like, it's too volatile and subjective to base mm -hmm. anything off of for me. And like, dignity and these like more positive values like you know do i feel good about myself do i feel like i did everything i can do i feel like i'm an upright sort of like citizen of the world that is trying to express some like honesty or some truth or like you know if i'm presented with some new information I don't have to feel ashamed that I got it wrong. I just have to like take it in. And so like how open am I being is also like a part of it. But guilt just fucks all of that and turns me into like a, just a downward spiral new metal monster. Fucking put some yeah. raccoon eyes on and just like, you know, go smoke some crack and just like get depressed about suicide and then do it. Like, I don't know. It, it does a weird thing to me. Like having these inputs, I guess. So now, I mean, but I've come to the same place, which is I think that the system that we're residing in is manufacturing these emotional realities through material channels. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I am enraged by their like continual disregard just that that is disgraceful and also impervious to guilt mm. like the only people who should feel guilty will never feel never. guilty yeah that's right that's right something yeah. very important i yeah and i like what you were saying about having to switch it into 
a positive framework because it's not just like do I feel dignified it's also like okay well what makes me feel liberated yeah you know no, I love trying to trying to figure that out I love artists that are trying to figure that out Lucia you're trying to fucking figure that out in your paintings and Thanks, I maintain that like <laughs> like machine girl and the scene around that are trying to figure out what liberation means to them and looks like to them. And it's not, it's trying to transform that nostalgia we have for that, like suicidal ideation music into something else entirely. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool it the possible? way they talk about it. It's like talking about like, like if the music was the subject trying to break out of the thing that it's like stuck inside of. And right. then that's why it's, it's like this sound is it trying might not work to for every, something. It might not work for everybody. It might not work for you, Lucia, because you might have a hook in the reference too much for it. No, I'm something. like, I'm down. I'm just saying I like that. that I like yeah. that idea. Like, you know, personally, f- for me, I can enjoy elements of everything. But I'm also like, for my own headspace when i think about myself not like i'm not like oh you need to do more of this and less of that and these people over here and those people (laughs) there i'm like damn i gotta talk to myself like i'm a baby (laughs) yeah that's the hardest part about it honestly uh yeah i i love when i'm able to get into like baby zone like i love like getting like it's horrible it's horrible like oh i'm ready i'm playing a shitty JRPG, let's go, 60 hours. A doctor made me make a chart to put stickers on. Oh, cool. That's so sweet. It is sweet. I, I fucking hated it because it, it worked. <laughs> I did it. I had to do that too. And then the pandemic started and everything fell apart. My stickers oh, man. completely collapsed. No, I awesome. I can relate though. Like I had to... I had a sticker thing where it was like, dude, you did so good. You didn't shoot any heroin today. Yeah. Like, isn't oh it? God, just you did so like- good. <laughs> you ate a meal. Like, <laughs> you brushed your teeth. Yes, <laughs> Think about it. There. Oh that yeah, mine too. There. Now I brush my teeth every day. That's awesome. It's still. It's like it's hard. It's it's fucked up because I still feel like that person. I still feel like just, yeah. I'm like covered in puke and blood and I shit myself and I'm like shaking and I'm like, Hey man, can I use your bathroom? Yeah. No, yeah. But I'm not. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. And, and, and like, I, the, I think the people I give the hardest time to are like the Disney people and the Marvel people. Um, but like, yeah, I think like a lot of them come from like in it, some sort of similar trauma um or like you know i gotta give them a lot of them the benefit of the doubt that that way they deserve to live too sometimes one of my friends who is not with us anymore was um an abercrombie model and he was like a sunshine golden boy and i honestly am like he never died that's ridiculous he was like the one who was never gonna die and he would just be like just always so pleasant, always so corny, always so like, oh, 
oh, look, I, you know, like, I got a car. Do you guys want to go drive around after the meeting? And then it just, like, yeah. I don't know. It was so fucking weird because he would ha- he was like hanging out with these girls and then he overdosed and then they just freaked out and didn't take him to a hospital or anything because they didn't want to get in trouble so they just left him and let him yep. die that's a very that very familiar yeah. story that yeah that's it's like that thing that always happens always literally like my ex his cousin and the son of a cop that they were dating who was their her- heroin dealer um so the co- beautiful the cousin overdosed and then like my my ex and the boyfriend like didn't bring her to the hospital in time oh. that's exactly what happened and yeah it's like and this is like an ex like i had to leave because he kept lying to me about heroin use and i didn't know what to do and oh. i was a literal fucking teenager Ugh. and you know it's just like everywhere it's so fucking pervasive and it's awful and it's like you know and it's this these same systems of power making themselves you know the cop's kid who will never ever ever see time for the yeah. death and destruction that he caused to um our our uh county <laughs> our or county. one in a yeah one in a blue moon to show this yeah system oh my works. god the, i my ex i had an ex that was always um trafficking and was the son of an elected official. Yeah. <laughs> Whose dad Wait, he's had literally a full of cocaine. He's literally the guy in Gossip Girl that what's her face dates for a while. <laughs> Except not in New York. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> uh, I wonder who. Well what I mean, that's, that's, that's good money. <laughs> <laughs> and no one pays a tip. You've got the uh, TSA pre-check all clear. You know, gossip, you go in the special, I love the special line. Gossip, um, gossip, gossip. Yeah, but also, it's literally all of them. Spoiler alert, it's yeah. every single one of them. Like, that's what I always have to story. remind myself is that it's not so much an intentional... It is an intentional conspiracy, but it's also like there are a lot of roles there are a lot of companies and there are a lot of things that need to be done and there's a limited amount of uber rich people. And so they are going to be doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. They're all going to dip their toe into the drug trade. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're trying to build a prison. They're trying to build a prison. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So should we do tarot on a separate episode? Make people we- pay for it. We can do tarot now yeah, as a treat for now, everybody right? listening yeah. to this shit. It was <laughs> if we have two bad episodes in a row. Um you deserve tarot. We deserve yeah. Tarot. You deserve the episode you're listening to. If you've made it this far, have some tarot. No, honestly though, I this is the kind of episode that I can relate to because I've been listening to so much working in the studio and I I love it when people talk about how they're experiencing life and try to connect it to things that they're thinking about. And if that upsets anyone in the listening world, then 
there's like a whole bunch of NPR shit. Yeah, just go back. It's fine. We tried. We tried to get you off the NPR, but if you need it still, then you need it still. Yeah. I need someone to make a little doodly sound in the middle yeah. and then go like, now we're talking to this person. If it's our listeners, they're gonna they'll they'll be like, actually I'm listening to the Jacobin podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, what do the what do our <laughs> What do our seven listeners also listen to? What's the overlap? The the overlap is our friends or like people that we know their shows. I think that's the yeah. Overlap. Yeah. Also, we have to be doing something right because all right, we're in a we're gonna be in a magazine. Oh yeah. What magazine is that? I don't know, dude. What were they called? Some the, magazine the just put us as like one of the well, best art pods. Well, I didn't know this. So that's that's yeah. something. Check the emails. I know. I need to get. I made it inbox zero and then completely checked out. Yeah, you did my great one task. <laughs> yeah, so, like we're Needs doing something property. right. No, I'm not logged in. All right. hey, Vault. I think it's called okay, Vault. Good. I'm really sorry. Send me a send me a fucking free copy and I'll talk about it. Oh my god. Me too. I want one too. <laughs> You know, um, I work yeah, at a bookstore, right? We're <laughs> appearing in Vault Magazine. Um, we're also oh, my phone. host to many labor organizers who feel cool talking yes. to us because we're the fucking artists. cool. Yeah, We're um, not NPR. I'm involved in um, multiple organizing efforts, and I don't go off about them on here, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah, you do go off. Shut up. I will. Yeah, I will. You go off. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'll go off when it's time to. When it's time to. Gotta be um, careful. You never know who's listening. Ooh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they're called Vault. I was right. Yeah. Um, seems yeah. cool. We're in books. Yes, yeah. it's true. We're cited in many books. The book. We're cited in books. We're cited in the news. All right. We're tarot tarot time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I like building us up because I <laughs> need it. People think it's bullshit. Look, hey, I know we're not bullshit. I'm this real. is my only income right now, so I do want <laughs> it to succeed. But <laughs> well, you gotta have a positive attitude. You need to have a positive. It is funny because I actually feel like I function best when I have like, but I can't say that me functioning at my best is actually good. You know what I mean? So it's, it's that like a certain amount of guilt and shame for me. It kind of like keeps me present. No, you're going to get through it. You're going to push through it. It'll take, you'll take some time, but you're going to get to the point where you push through it. It happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, but, um, it will. It's gonna. It's gonna in have to involve me feeling bad for feeling guilty, and I have a very difficult time with that. <laughs> because, like, it's. But it's you just like, feel the. Then you just you feel it, and then you push through it. That's all it is. But what is it keeping you there? Um, it's reminding me to not act that way again. Because it, it feels bad to remember those things with my kind of clarity now. Uh, when I think about times I've been psycho or weird or mean, I get, you know, embarrassed and I feel shitty. And I don't want to write off that feeling because I really don't want to be like that. And you're not, dude. Yeah, you're, you're like totally not. the sweetest person. You're like, never that's where you're... like that. You're like, 
Do you guys wait? Crazy. Have I not told you guys? I used I like I got I was very close to being like expelled in for being like, a, a bully. For being a bully. Yeah, for being a bully. a bully. I was like oh I was like psycho. But you're yeah, not I was like that so anymore. crazy back then. You're no, but not. I've like done some like things that are slightly disturbing to me. It's that's not like killing animals. It's just like it's fine. You'll ha- you your journey is like getting to tr- getting to the point where you trust yourself that you're not that anymore. But I think I I am nice. <laughs> okay, let's do Tara. It's fine. All right, I'm gonna get the cards. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think you're that anymore. <laughs> And I don't care if it's because I've never known you as that. I genuinely don't think you're that. Thank you. But you don't Um, know me. I don't (laughs) care if you don't think I do. That's fine. But that's that's what I believe. Thanks. (laughs) I was telling um, I was telling OK and Lucia that 2021 was like a really, really difficult year for me, but I am so glad that I came onto this podcast because it's one of the best things about it. And I really, uh, I really love being forced to actually think about art again because it has been very hard for a long time. So that was me when I started the podcast, dude. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that was 100 yeah. percent me and when we started I the have, podcast. Yeah, it's been, been good in that, like. It feels like a very natural political home. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, because it is. Because it's it's yeah. artists, <laughs> and that's it. That's why we're here. We're not here to be like contending with Chapo. No, no, no. I didn't. But yeah, you know like, what I well, yeah. you know what I mean. There's always that struggle, and you got to kill that expansionist capitalist part of the art brain because it, there's always going to be a voice that's like why don't you do it better like I feel like I'm going through that constantly yeah. with painting where I'm like fuck dude there's all these people there's so much bigger they have so much more resources they're getting people to do all their shit for them now and they're like <laughs> younger than I am and everybody thinks that their shit is like truly the most politically charged imagery ever <laughs> and it's just like oh my god okay I'm not that I'm never gonna be that and like remember remember what we reason. said remember what we said earlier it's always the shit that does the best that is actually like shit. The worst it's shit. No, well, some, and then it's like, some yeah. things are popular for a reason and that they're good. I think that I, happens. Yes. It could be both. Also. Surprising. Yeah. That's, that's fucking surprising. <laughs> you know, it's true though. Isn't it true? You're always like, wow, damn, that's actually good. Yes. Because yes. usually it's shit. Guernica. Yes. And and, and and there's no reason that it that it has to be a binary choice. It's it yeah. can be both. It can be like, oh, it's actually kind of good. And there's a reason why it's the one that's come to the surface. And the reasons could be for all of this like perfectly valid stuff that we know is like a real critique and not just something that they can push off over and over and over again, which is that it leans in to uh the white supremacist male identity more than um, a podcast like us does, frankly, or like um, uh, other people who are better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like that's 
all still true. So it's like when people do really well on social media also, it's like the social media, we know the social media algorithms are racist, are like skewed, are um, weighted towards white men, whether it's like just historically they've accrued that from being on something awful at the right time because they were men and had a computer in their room and, and women did not the, have a computer like, in their room. Lord, they could pay to be on a forum. Are you kidding me? Like that's the thing like, that that that, that shit in mind. our head where it's like, what if what if we just um, bought Bitcoin at the right time? What if we just bought Google at the right time? What if we just oh, um, I still think about that. Fuck <laughs> oh, that. God. Gotta kill yeah. it. Gotta kill it. Gotta I try kill to it. like. I mean, I try to keep track of my thoughts now, where I'm like, okay, <laughs> if I'm not considering what I am doing, like, why is that? Why am I not thinking about like? Because I, I freeze all the time out of like, oh my God, I, I, this the challenge of trying to make it to sustainability feels so insurmountable. Yeah. And I like am always kicking myself for choosing art or feeling like I'm choosing it. But then I'm also like, all right, well, you know what? Just I'm doing this because it's the only thing that's ever worked for me. Yes, that's like I that's right. I've done so many other things. I've been so many people. This is the healthiest I've ever been. This is the most I've ever been able to show up for others. So I'm not going to be like kicking myself for showing up and actually doing better. You know, yeah. I'm, but I am going to be like, okay, I am kicking myself. Why am I kicking myself? Oh, I'm scared. Or, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I have to actually bring it back in and then go like, Am I am I putting all the stars on my to-do list? Am I checking things off? <laughs> am I making stuff? Still, all the time. Yeah. And I need the sticker. I need the sticker. You no, do. And then I and then again, it's the worst part about it. You gotta get the it right works. one too. It works. I I live that way. I live that life. And then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can only like I can only listen to like sweet, soothing music and I can only listen to like people say extremely positive things. And like that just, I need everything. to have a bath every day for three days straight. Yeah. Sometimes. But then, and then it's like, why is that indulgent? It's just water. Like <laughs> it's really fine. It's okay. Yeah. Like weed helps me with that too. The, it does yeah um, mm. it, like i don't like go super crazy with it i have a couple of drops in tea like at the end yeah. of the day to unwind i can say the most like um the most i was consistently like you know doing things that i wanted and and waking up at a time that i actually wanted to be waking up and stuff was when i would just like i would just pop a full fucking ambient and play like puzzle box games on on my iphone and be an iphone baby nice it was like actually, baby ipad <gasps> yeah. what did you pull all right so i've just been shuffling the tarot cards just in, while we were talking about therapeutic matters and um the first card just fell out for the mood it's the four of wands which is a beautiful this uh, deck is beautiful can you hold it closer yeah 
Oh yeah, this was the one that um we should put the link to it. It's the um Botanica set by Kevin J. Stanton. It's very and it's like gorgeous. Yeah, and there's all these like references to the symbols of flowers and mm. um here I'll take all a these like shot. So these yellow <laughs> parts, it's so I'm looking at I can describe it for people. There's like four uh red sticks coming up and they look like they kind of have a little rigorot on top of each. Um, and then there's a bunch of yellow blobs around it. I can see like they're like houses, maybe or flowers. No, it's they're flowers. Oh. But I I don't know. I'm still learning all of the. Okay, so it's the flower is a frig's grass. Frig's and um it is also known as ladies bed straw because it was stuffed into mattresses to ward off insects it's sacred to frig the norse goddess of the home and of weaving and the wands are distaffs which are used to spin wool Uh um so that's the image but the four of wands is a really nice um card because it talks about like stability um it talks about sort of like gaining a home um it's in in like the raider waiter right deck there's these four wands set up that people sort of walk through as if it was a portal Got the where thing you're on like it too so they are attached to each other they're kind of mm-hmm. like a house yeah yeah so you're going in through this portal to uh to your home, to your happy place. You're like on your way to good things. It's like a lucky card to get. It's like a, you're on the right track. You might be setting up a nice home or you might be feeling yourself in some kind of way. Maybe you're at home in yourself or maybe you're you're finding people that make you feel like you're at home. <laughs> Do you think that this is a reading for... Uh, the podcast or <laughs> is it a reading the for the world we should probably I mean, set some intentions i think that that four of wands was for us because we were just talking about and you, and you all of us fell out. yeah i think i think that was just a nice one for us but we can we can oh, no. do one Freebie. for like anything what do you what do you want to do um subject wise um, I think we should revisit our previous political um, predictions. And um, I mean, we, I think we have a feeling we know where things are going um, yeah. as far as, I guess, the Biden administration. Um, yeah, let's do a hard read for the Biden administration. <laughs> okay. So, how do, so, okay, these, this reading is going to be for the Biden administration. Do we want to say, like, is it a general thing or do we want to, like, um, I think last time it was for, like, the Bernie campaign during the primary and it was like, and then we did election night. Yeah. Ooh. And we did one for where America was headed. Where America was headed. Okay. So could it, could it be where America is headed again? And We could just do a check-in. Where's America headed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think that that would relate probably. Yeah. I th- yeah. <laughs> okay. And it was like four, right? 
Um, we did like a five card spread. Five card, okay. Okay, so I'm pulling some cards now. <laughs> you have to take a photo, of course. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, this laptop spread. Let's see here. Let's get... <laughs> what is it? You have to say it. I'm just taking a picture of the spread with the cards face like down. Freaking out. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, so the first card is um, in the position of what is past. So, um, did you send it to the chat? Okay, it's the <laughs> Queen of Wands. The Queen of Wands. That's the p- past position? Yeah. Okay. Queen of Wands. The boss bitch. Right? I mean, they're all. <laughs> yeah. So the wands, they're they're about sort of like passion, um, like passion, will, forcefulness. Um, they're like the fire suit. Um, and the Queen of Wands... Uh, can sometimes be like um, she's maybe like got a sexual prowess Mm -hmm. um, but she might also have like an entrepreneurial spirit maybe she sort of is like Samantha from Sex and the City (laughs) Um, but I guess that is not really going on right now for America Tarot's cancelled America is not yeah, I, Sex in the that's City. Queen of Wands, fake, isn't it? Probably not even. Did you, um, were we so, ever? Have we ever had a boss bitch? We have. I when think, were we ever the Queen of Wands? Do you think that's Trump? I think that <laughs> yeah, yes, Trump is extremely queen. She's um, he's from very queens. queenie. Yeah, I was thinking I, of. I like, think Trump the is 90s. extremely queenie. <laughs> Damn. Well. But it could be Hillary also. Yeah, true. But um, I don't think she ever, she was like aspirational to that, but I don't think she ever really was that. No, she never was. She was that to like people who have a lot of tote bags. Yeah, that's what's confusing about that being like America's past. Like, I guess it doesn't really make sense because we really are absent of any of, of that. Well, <laughs> she's got red well, hair, doesn't she? I don't think it. It's not about gender. Mm. Like that's no, the thing about hair tarot. Color, it's Trump's about energy. <laughs> I'm waiting for the picture. Anyway. Still, I want to see it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh just... Lucia's kind of cutting out. Shit. Oh no. Probably. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're just like a little like delayed. It's like your phone's trying to send a picture, so your internet. <laughs> yeah it's very special so i'm not i'm like here is this, here's the spread check it out you're busy okay okay so the second card is the seven of cups and what is that is that the present what is that um i would say yeah it's the present um and 
like the seven of cups is about making choices so it's like um lots of directions because the i can see they look like seeds uh ejecting from a flower going in all sorts of different directions yeah they look like they're kind of a little hollow so maybe they're kind of like something anything could be in there Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah it's about the mystery of choice and like each one could have a different uh effect and then in the writer way you know one of them has like a snake in it but then one of them has some treasure in it and then Mm -hmm. you never know um, but then the cups are also just like um, dealing with emotions. So that for right now, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that one makes sense. Checks out. I understand. Literally it. any present moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for for the for the United States in particular, I think it makes a lot of sense that there is all of the people are being pulled in all these different. Um, directions and that like some of the directions like bear fruit and some of them are extremely hollow and yeah there's all yeah we're sort of in this weird flux point now where like I think the queen of wands makes sense because we were very like nationally kind of like we're that bitch we're like, lady america's yes. here we're lady liberty and we're right. li- we're we're the liberators and we believed yeah. it we believed it mm-hmm. but then also part of part of being a fiery bitch is is fucking up other people's shit and then being like oops i didn't even care about that because i did what i thought i needed to we gaslight girl boss gatekeep our our way into an uh, empire yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then now we're at this point all these choices are around we can't even pick one we're just sitting there we're like oh my god it's all happening um we gotta abandon it looks like they're like abandoning shit i was gonna say yeah, it, it, does. Like the, the, it really does like when you d- you pull the thing and they it just like completely ejects your entire seat when you're in mm-hmm. yeah and that turns so then you're <laughs> I always gave pods, lifeboats. You get to sit in your parachute to come down, you know? <laughs> totally. It just goes like all Elysium. Get out. Okay. And the next one. So the next one, so it's like past, present. This is moving into the future energy, the energy that's ahead of us. It's the emperor. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah, in this scale, I'm a little like, oh, that's intense. Oh, okay. It's so gross and phallic looking. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, like um, <laughs> that flower is the john the conqueror root oh no like this one yeah it's so gross (laughs) yeah it's like oh i see the little dick 
like a horrible like dog lipstick. It is like a hard, lipstick. terrible. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, the future we it's about exerting power and uh, Got, dominion. Like, a, a flower panopticon happening. All of the flowers are facing the people. It's it's about uh, reorganizing and um, creating a creating a hierarchy again. I guess. Oh no! Well, who? Trump. Trump return. Trump big win. Oh God! Trump you think big whammy. If? Yep. Twenty twenty four. I mean, everybody's talking about Trump twenty twenty four. Weimar Republic. We're in, in it. I'm in my um my bubble. Um. So I only see people complaining about Hillary running again. Yeah, but that's what that's what'll do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll yeah. I, yeah. Like. Oh uh, no! This time she's gonna get it though for yeah. sure. <laughs> that's what they'll do. They'll run Hillary. It'll be insane. Uh, will I will go insane? <laughs> um, I okay, will be so activated. <laughs> Guess. We're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be doing this podcast. We're in the grippy socks. <laughs> no, there's this isn't all. This isn't all bad though. This okay. isn't all bad. Okay. okay, I love the next. I love. I think I love where it's going. Yeah, this card is the death card. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm so stoked, dude. Because it has to go, right? I love that for us. Yeah, it's very interesting because it's like if our present is about making choices and then Everything our future yeah. is about this like new emperor, maybe the maybe like there will be some death that helps us to make new decisions. I don't like this accelerationist Malthusian trash. <laughs> it's not it's not you know it's not physical death it could be like it's renewal it's renewal it's yeah the death card is like a positive I know, thing I in know, the tarot but i think it's like a fire sale <laughs> the thing is yeah. like it, it's positive about, like, in the tarot it's an sale i think it's like it could still really hurt to watch all those people um die um even if we and hate them even even but if we hate them we're, we're, it's gonna hurt yeah um, yeah i mean this is also the overarching energy so this like is the stuff that is also just happening that is informing the choices that have to be made covid omega mm. omega is the final variant communism you guys see that <laughs> yeah exactly yes well, so i love is, it we are like literally we're past omicron um, and I know that, I know that there is a COVID tau and stuff, but I like, what are they going to do? Af what do you do after you run out of Greek letters? I've seen sometimes when like people are doing math equations, then you just go like a alpha, but with a little one <laughs> alpha prime. <laughs> so is that the next <laughs> alpha prime COVID? So it becomes yeah, COVID. COVID Prime, and that's what COVID destroys Amazon. Prime. Oh my God. Yeah. It just, yeah, the way that we shorthand it just starts looking like calculus. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to kill me. Okay, and, I love the death for us. I love it. Um, yeah, and then I'm excited the, for it. It's all rooted down by the Nine of Cups. Oh. 
Yeah, which is like everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, I mean, people say that it's the wish fulfillment card. Yeah. Um, who's wish? How do I hold all these cups? <laughs> yeah, right. You've got cups to share. You've got cups for days. My cups overflow with. Yeah, in this case, it's really interesting to think of how that works but the plant that this is associated with um is the baobab Ooh. and the plant apparently is like has these seed pods that store up a lot of energy <laughs> that's right kitty yeah <laughs> meow meow <laughs> And that's, you know, and that's very meow. <laughs> so they store up the energy and then it kind of pops like it looks like it's like a firecracker almost. Yeah, I guess it's like the it's like um it's like a camel kind of because it it says it um stores massive amounts of water and then uh the name means has many seeds and then it creates fruit that has a lot of nutrition um but it's protected by a tough shell and it's really mm. cool looking yeah it's beautiful it's a i, I think it's yeah. a really nice symbol it you know it kind of does i i don't know i'm not saying this to be fucking corny but i have been like looking at the your your symbol of solidarity that's like a paper model behind your head right now oh yeah <laughs> and like it's always there <laughs> and i keep like seeing it in that sort of like um firecracker looking or sparklers like i keep seeing it as like a weird like uh yeah like i don't know like convert yeah it's yeah, like energy the ring of the petals yeah we'll have to post a picture of that too oh yeah yeah you're a little paper guy I see it as Ooh, that. You know I see what? it as yeah. that. Yeah. I, and that's what emerges once you crack the tough exterior and the water falls out. And then that's what you are left with. And you right? grow really tall so nothing can reach you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Nine. it. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's all the like... So, Oh, those are like the, the vessels, the water carrying... Yeah. Cups. Yeah. Behind it. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. And we got them all. Got nine of them. Where it's almost as many as you could have. <laughs> In Terra World, you can only have ten. Yeah, I wonder what what so why nine instead of ten, you think? Oh well I mean ten of cups is like is like you've you made it, you have every thing emotionally that you could ask for i thought it was about maybe i'm mixing it up with one there's one there there's a ton of them and it's like do you have it it's like the if if you owe the bank a hundred dollars then that's your problem but if the bank owes you or if you owe the bank a million dollars that's their problem <laughs> do you have yeah anyway anyway maybe nine is all we need 
<laughs> yeah, because the ten could be like the the flight of fancy or whatever. Ten could. Um... <laughs> I, I want to be optimistic. It feels like a really optimistic reading. Just, whatever. It's a really. I feel like it's a really optimistic reading, but it, it also feels like it's years away. Yeah, it feels very a uh, long game. Right. Oh yeah. Because we are conditioned to think that there is an arc of justice or an arc of history that swings towards anything. Yeah, it it feels fairly far, but it feels like the death of America is the necessary part of the equation. The inevitability, yeah. Which is beautiful. That's like crazy, right? It's awesome. I mean, we could... We could try doing a sideboard for this if you want to, but I feel like it makes sense. Like we're stuck in this present moment of having to make these choices and we don't have the ability to predict the outcome, but we do have this card that's like asking us to have faith that the nine of cups is in the future. And it's actually Mm -hmm. like the way that we get to the place of fulfillment is by maintaining our resources Mm -hmm. In these vessels. Yeah. And include including the vessel of the the pod itself, right? That that like it's it's something that eventually needs to crack. Like I'm thinking about the bao bao flower with and like how that how that process works. Like it, Yeah, because it's like the fruit has the hard shell mm-hmm. and then it opens up and then all the seeds are there that make these if I, I guess this if I was gonna be really annoying about it, <coughs> um, <laughs> you could kind of see like the process of emperor death happiness as a withering away of the state. But after a short period of time where there is a very strong state. Thank it's you for guys. <laughs> it's true. Um, Maybe this spread is just like <laughs> the spirit of Lenin went in these cards. He he walks around the whole damn world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, do you need me? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm speaking your language. <laughs> yeah, and because it's America, it's going to be some really fucking absurd shit like Trump and then like getting the Trump administration to give us health insurance or some shit or like, but do you think it might be like, it might be like (laughs) Napoleon, but it'll be at the expense of a bunch of other people that will be killed. Like, um, similar to. No, he won't, but not like, where was he like is that what it's gonna be i don't know like that like well that's the thing it's we don't know what it like if we knew what was gonna happen that would make the seven of cups (laughs) thing way easier because then we could just choose Choose the right right one yeah but we that's the whole thing is there is no way to know There's so like could, things are so fucked. Could could we do a side panel on the Seven of Cups? Yeah, we could do we could do some clarifiers. 
I love all seven tarot. I know nothing about tarot. I just like learned something new and I'm like, okay, do it. How can I get around? (laughs) Let's go. You can tell me anything. I don't care. Because like we could we could do like a Celtic cross and then we would get like four more cards on the side that would inform this spread. But couldn't we just put down seven cards? Or you need to follow the the format. The cross. It has to be a cross. I, I trust. Well, I, tr- I mean, we could put down seven cards, but that's less than the Celtic spread. You can. We have a five right. card spread right now, yeah. and it's sort of like the way that you read it is like the positions and everything. I just figured. I mean, I have them in a line, but we have yeah. seven options. It could just tell <laughs> which is which. <laughs> Lucia, what? <laughs> what one do you think we should do? Because I don't know. I don't know any of them. <laughs> um, well, we can keep it as a we can keep it as a five card, and then I can do a clarifier on the seven of cups, mm-hmm. and we could see if it changes the meaning. Um, or we could pull four cards, and we could clarify the whole spread. Oh, uh, ooh. I am confident in our interpretation of the rest of the spread, <laughs> but I'm I'm also pretty confident in our interpretation of the the seven of cups. So it's like, what would it, what would it clarify? We don't know. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'm taking a picture of the spread as it is red to make it easier to think about because i just laid them out on my laptop yeah yeah i got that picture of, of a, yeah, your I, laptop oh I, yeah i just sent a different oh. one yeah so you could see oh, how so this i was is, reading them this is how you're yeah. supposed to read it i see yeah because it, it was it was just a space thing but wow, yeah it the really nine does. of cups is like it changes it right the nine is rooted and then the death is like over the whole thing this and is the crazy past, <laughs> And the future, and where we are, surrounded by these forces. Yeah, that's like nuts to have that card in right in the middle. It's so nuts. <laughs> yeah, right? Because it's just spreading out in all directions to everything else. Magic, dude. Dude, magic is real. It's crazy. <laughs> magic is real. <laughs> um, magic's real. Uh, that's no. why you have to get good at it, because it's real. <laughs> Yeah, you may not care about God, but God cares about you. Wow. Luckily. I, I, <laughs> what? Yeah, what should we do? Should we? I think we should do four. Yeah. Okay. Do four. Then or, do four. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's go full spread. Dealer's choice. Yeah, dealer's okay. choice. You're imbuing it. We're just over the phone. No, but it's all it's all connected, though. We got we got four of one. Well, yeah, I God, trust God our- understands. Digital. I also trust our personal connections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm dead serious. Okay. <laughs> oh, after all we've been through? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> okay. Sending. Sending you sideboard picks. Oh, Lord. It's so. <laughs> it's such an interesting spread. Like. <laughs> like it's kind of like nuts to me that we're not just like getting like um all like suits and i don't know you know i don't know we're getting 
big boys. We got some crazy, crazy stuff in this. Oh, okay. oh got an upside down. No, we didn't. Never mind. Oh yeah, nothing upside down. Yeah, I can't. I can't do upside down. So we got the Knight of Wands, the Knight of Cups, but then I think I have to look at that symbol because I haven't memorized them all yet. We got the I Joker. <laughs> I think that's the yeah, that's the Tower. Oh. Yeah, and then third up, Number and then the hanged man. <laughs> so this is clarification for the whole thing. I hate magic, dude. Magic sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It kind of to me, like at least the tower and the hanged man really makes sense to me with the whole like death and the nine of cups because it's like all right so we're in this moment where we have to think about the choices that we have to make if we're like being presented with the seven of cups but then like the hanged man is all about inaction and like taking away your use of like your limbs so that you can see a new perspective and then you achieve enlightenment from that process of hanging yourself yeah so it's like you gain the enlightenment when you see everything upside down and then once you know what to do you you get off of the you get out out of the noose or whatever so because you do you do it to yourself is the hanged man different than the fool yeah, the fool is like the beginning of a journey. It's you just go for it. Doesn't know shit. Yeah, but it's about full optimism and just like full force, just going for it. Yeah, taking like taking like a plunge of, of like leap of faith. Yeah, uh, literally walk off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. But the hanged man is like, don't do anything. <laughs> Just look. And the tower is like, that's right above it, is like, you built something that is unsustainable and that is why it's being destroyed. So it's like, kind of, when the tower falls, it shows you what you need to build better, which to me fits with what we were saying about how America has to die. Yeah. But then we have these energies of like these knights coming in. Yeah, the two knights is that's pretty intense. Yeah, it's like we've got passion and emotion and the knights are sort of they're like the messengers. The two knights. That's of cups and pentacles. Oh, uh, wands. wands. Sorry. Yeah, so there's like there's like Ooh. artistic energy there, like creativity, bringing you a message about like emotional realities. Yeah, fire and water. Ah! 
it's crazy. The two nights together just gives me vibes. I don't have any tarot knowledge. I'm just like, like these two nights, like, uh, are they working in tandem or are they opposed? Are they yeah, are they jousting? Are these like four directions. This is, this is four options. Are they jousting? I have to know. Um, I don't. I don't know. Because, like, the Knight of Wands is more of, um, like, a hot-headed, sort of, like, aggressive run into things mm-hmm. um, sort of energy. And then the Knight of Cups is more like Casanova. Or, like, Soft Boy. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, the the um the cups, indie boyfriend the cups like g- like gives me the cups guy gives me like um beauty it gives me like yeah like like you're saying like this artistic it's like there's actually like a suit toxic, of armor but also <laughs> I mean yes toxically like toxic femininity but that's probably. I don't know if that's correct. Maybe that's needed in a revolutionary moment. Toxic femininity. <laughs> Get them on Spyro. Not yeah. yeah, like I beauty. Like there's beauty happening to me. And like whenever I think of um like uh knights, I I always think of like Princess Knight or like the um Rose of Versailles. Or like I've just been on that track with my personal artwork anyway. Um, uh, so when I see like flowers and armor together, <laughs> that's where my brain goes. It's like Utena, yeah, Utena zone, like all the way. Yeah, but I mean that's just the picture of this particular tarot. Also, I mean I don't know. It's a night of romance. Yeah, it's pretty. I think it's pretty. I don't know what type of flower it is, but oh yeah, let me look. Gotta learn these. But then I really saw them working in tandem. Also, I didn't. I didn't really see them as jousting. But like, am I wrong about that? I don't know. No, I think that they're like two options. Um. Okay. I don't so think then I'm saying that I don't actually think that I don't know anything. The Knight of Cups in this picture, it's the Briar Rose, and it represents a wound to be healed. It is commonly it. associated with Shakespeare's vision of Fairy Queen Titania. The symbol is a dreamer's winged helm from Coleman Smith's art for the Knight of Cups. I think that's really Utena in a nutshell. <laughs> right? oh, yeah, healing, healing wounds, healing, healing wounds, and then channeling um, a traditional masculine energy, but not sacrificing your femininity at the same time. Yeah, um, I love it. Beautiful. And then what's the other night? Okay, I gotta. I see what plant that is. It says it all. And there's also like a, some piece of metal involved in it. Yeah. 
The okay, so oh, interesting. The Knight of Wands is the passion flower. Ooh. Um the vine was given the name passion by priests who saw them as symbolic of the conquistador's divine right to conquer the indigenous peoples. Oh, <laughs> the bad one. symbol of this card is the Lautu of Tupac Amaru, the last Sapa Inca. Oh, so it's like an Inca armor type piece. Yeah. And then the flower of colonization just like weaving all around it it. well oh (laughs) are they i would like to think that it's two options instead of thinking that both of these things are going to happen i think that those are the choices i think those are like it's like what night are you riding with (gasps) yeah yeah it's like whose side are you on as the you tower is falling? Two. Whose side are you on? Are you in with the night of romance or are you in with the conquistadors? Uh, that's that's brutal. That's brutal. And it's all it, it it's also like I feel like the conquistadors can also be like the liberal version of that, which is like, no, look, we're wearing the armor from history. See, we are acknowledging it. Um, we're doing a land acknowledgement on this armor and uh, riding into battle with it. And maybe even some of us have ancestry. I, you know, I'm part Native American. Um, so <laughs> it's actually fine that I'm a conqueror and. Uh, a landlord or whatever you know and elizabeth warren yeah and elizabeth warren i have seen people's lives change dramatically from small business loans so they can buy a goat (laughs) yeah and what yeah what props that up or like oh god yeah but is they are jousting fuck (laughs) They they might be well, one's already wounded, so I don't know. That's not looking good. I'm almost now thinking that Nine of Cups is like on a cosmic scale. <laughs> it is. I mean, don't worry, the roaches will live. What I love about the <sighs> what I love about the tower in this is that the tower is like a Clementine falling. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um but that's so beautiful too, because right when it hits the ground, that it enriches things. Mm. When it hits the ground, yeah. I feel like that's that could be when the seeds scatter, and that's like kind of maybe could be the moment where it's really crucial what seed we're in, whether we're in a squirrel's stomach or whether we're gonna be another tree or what, what is it? Gonna yeah. Be? Cause it's just it's just that it's too it's too heavy. The fruit is too yeah, heavy. It's true. And so it has to go enrich something else. It can't keep taking and taking and taking from the tree. It has to fall and the pieces have to enrich something else. That's how I 
see the clementine and what's so cool is that it's like a clementine because it's like you know there's all these segments (laughs) (laughs) where will where will all the segments go there's again it goes back to like the bilbao cracking this the Mm -hmm. uh, orange peel has to crack and how will it crack like, yeah, there's a lot about like the ripeness of everything, and it just is like the natural moment of falling. And then, and then, Hangman, you just got to see what happens. Yeah, you got to put yourself in the position. You have to act now in order to see the consequences. You're not going to be able to change anything when you're there. You need to start now. That's my, that's my thinking. Yeah, I think maybe the tower is happening now. What do we think about that? No, I don't think the tower is happening. I think we're in the era <laughs> of carbon credits. And we're thinking like that that can be like, we, we're, we're thinking that we don't have to just completely reformat the way everything in our society is built. We're convinced we we're, can do reforms. We can just do that in 10 years. Yes, we're, we're convinced that reforms... Yeah, by then it's are too possible. Yeah. And it's not. And I think this is really, really helpful because this is one of the things driving me insane. Is <laughs> that like even our even our like furthest left movements are stuck in that zone. Are stuck in the zone of like if we just pass good cause eviction if we just pass the pro act better so we can unionize better, if we could just get this one big reform, then, 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 then maybe. Yeah. But it ends up being like cobbling everything together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not ever, then never comes, then never ever comes. And the best that we can hope for, I think, with reforms is something similar to the 70s, which is the also incidentally the mindset that the left, the leftmost people on the highest echelons of power in the United States, talking your Bernies, your AOCs, they're stuck in the New Deal mindset. They're stuck in yeah. the like, we can do this huge, huge reform that will make a big difference and that's the that's the most that they can hope for even though they know that even that was not enough when they did it the first time and it will not be enough this time as well right i think so yeah it's about like helping people in the now and not providing protection for the people in the future yeah, because they don't actually, because it's just fundamentally you like, we don't have, like, we can, we can get our you know social security, but we're not in control of it. <laughs> that like, yeah, like let's at, at the very least let's like knock a few, knock knock a few like coins loose for people's <laughs> social security <laughs> so like, that they yeah. can like. We absolutely know, bust our asses. Maybe they'll listen to us. But, yeah, yeah. So people can like it's just die at. Yeah, people can die at like 
age 72 of uh, COVID-20 because they couldn't get health insurance uh, for their pre-existing case of COVID-19. Or you just get in a car wreck at the wrong time. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, uh, yeah, it just feels like, yeah, we can, we can knock some screws loose, make it comfortable for them before the demise is like the, the best that I think the progressive movement has, uh, to hope for and can, and have, has envisioned and has laid out as some sort of, um, solution um or <laughs> oh my god meow Where, whereas we know that it ha- there ha- there's gonna be a lot more struggle there's let gonna the be a bodies lot hit the struggle. floor let the bodies hit the floor <laughs> no i mean it's gonna suck it's gonna i like like i was saying before like i think it's gonna be incredibly painful to watch the bodies hit the floor Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Clarify. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, to <laughs> too too much, too heavy, actually. And I don't want to. Heavy. I don't it's gonna think fall. that the bodies. <laughs> I don't even want to think that the bodies hitting the floor is completely inevitable. Well, it's already happening. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, we're we living. We're in. We're in the meat yeah. machine. Yeah, that's true. We're in the yeah. meat machine. People are trying to make it more comfortable for people in the meat machine, and I do think that that is a valiant effort. Um, you guys want to hear? But, like, no, 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 never mind, never mind. We've been going for quite a long time. I'm yeah, sorry. We should <laughs> I do still want to talk about it, but we have to stop. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're gonna have more and then more and more again as. The drama unfolds. Yeah. We will be checking in throughout the winter uh, because it's winter here and it's cold as shit and everyone is getting COVID. So, hey, who knows? We might even talk about some dark stuff just like we did last winter and the winter before that. You're so right. We do this Don't every fucking it. winter. Every winter we Don't hole up are. and we go crazy and oh. it's winter again. Welcome to Art and Labor. Uh, Buy me a sad lamp. I love you. Goodbye. Aloha. (laughs) Let's have fun. (laughs) Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.